0: Well, me, with me and kitties, it's kind of like that book, Catcher in the Ride. Did you ever read that one? I'm kind of like the guy that looks out for all the kitties in the park. Otherwise, there'd be nobody to take care of them. Like this cocksucker here, I found him in a storm drain. There's fucking name spray-painted on him. And burdocks all fucking stuck to him. But I cleaned them all up. Look at him. That's one fucking nice kitty right there. Ladies
1: and gentlemen,
0: boys and girls,
2: dying time's here.
3: episode 148 i think we're calling it 148 i don't i don't know sure fucking we're, we're i don't know what like an almost an hour behind schedule <laughs> i'm falling i'm all clusterfucked today dude so what's been going on sir uh
4: not much just watching movies working uh very excited because I, I, because you know what we're going to talk about. There's one thing I definitely want to talk about. Can you dig it? So, you know that stuff's coming.
3: I just saw a preview for Hot Tub Time Machine
4: Yeah, years. I heard for a while now that's been in the making.
3: I didn't like the first one. I don't want to watch it. I laughed the at one. the first
4: one. I thought it was hilarious.
3: Like Crispin Glover. That's about it.
4: I thought, uh, Chevy Chase was pretty hilarious too.
3: Well, yeah, uh, Chevy Chase in a cameo is pretty good, I suppose. But anyway, what have you been watching, sir? We'll just get right to Okay, this.
4: what have I been watching? Let me see here. Where did I stop at? Da-da. Okay. Uh, started out this week. I started watching. Uh, I watched an independent film called Pieces of Talent. It's an independent movie, and actually very well done. Basically, a uh, small cast, but it's, it looks really good. It's basically about this dude who uses his real name for the movie. His name is David Long, and that's his character in the movie, too. He's a filmmaker, or he likes you to believe he's a filmmaker. But he just happens to be a serial killer, a murderer. <laughs> it just so happens <laughs> Yeah, <to me. laughs> and what he's doing is... He goes around and has, like, he poses like as a casting director and things of that nature. And he'll put people in his movies, but basically gets them alone and then kills them while he's either doing a a test run or, you know, something like that. But he's filming their death scene so he can put it in his film that he's putting together. I get it. And basically, he meets a very nice girl named Charlotte, who, I'll tell you what, this actress, Christy Ray, did an amazing job. I thought she was really good in it. She has no clue this is what this dude is doing. And basically, he, like, a couple times meets with her and becomes friends with her. And he starts, like, actually likes her. He doesn't see her as the next victim. And there's a lot of storyline in there and everything. It's really cool to see how this guy is like piecing together a film, even though he's a serial killer. He even talks about like, you know, he knows at some point there could be, he could be caught, but it doesn't matter because he needs to finish his masterpiece. It, It just, it's, he, he's, Literally he believes, and he films with a VHS camera. Every Everything cool. he has is on VHS tapes.
3: Uh oh, hold on. I got a fucking stupid ad going, okay. going somewhere. Okay, die ad, <laughs>
4: whatever, go. But uh, everything he has is on VHS tapes. And it's it, it, it's, it's pretty cool. I was really impressed with it. Very gory definitely a cool movie i think you might like that um another one is an independent film called night owl and it's john Liguizamo. uh it's a
3: yeah what the fuck was that man is that like young yeah, johnny oh, legs
4: yeah oh yeah 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 we're talking like before
3: cuz i do not like young johnny legs i don't like middle aged <laughs> johnny legs nor do i like old johnny legs you know i tried goddamn what you add <laughs> <sighs>
4: You done yelling?
3: Um, fucking ads, man. Fuck fucking ads, Johnny Legs, <laughs> everything
4: fucking bad. But, me. uh, it, 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 it's Zamo before he was ever famous. I think when he was still doing, like, stand-up, cause this movie was, like, shot between, what was it, like, 1989 and 90 and didn't get released until, like, 92, 93. And basically it's supposed to be an urban vampire flick as it's, considered, but it's more of, to me at least anyway, an artsy vampire flick, independent film.
3: Was this pre or post Twilight fucking up on time? No, the dude,
4: dude, this is, we're, this is way before. We're, ta- this, we're, yeah, oh, okay. this movie's old, old. This movie we're talking is at least 22 years old. It, it came out in 93. It even has an Damn. appearance by, uh, Carolyn Monroe. Is it? She's awesome. in it, but she's like doing a serious interview and that's how she's in it. <laughs> it just It's hard to explain, but for the most part, it basically, Liguzamo's like, sister disappears and he's trying to figure out who or what, if she's killed, who did it. And he's basically, he finds out that he ends up finding out he's tracking down a vampire and doesn't really believe it. But anyhow... Any good? It's okay. The biggest problem is, even for me, like immediately, it's a very artsy, a very artsy vampire film. This was, this movie was not made for the intentions for like the horror movie audience to cherish, let's say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This was made maybe for an audience that doesn't typically watch horror movies and it just I don't think it's held up over time is the other thing but I've I've knew about the movie for many 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 years I just finally I picked up this is the first time uh, I've ever see, I picked it. up a copy at wasteland I just I figured I, I'm gonna finally sit and watch it but anyhow let's move on to one of my favorite uh, I can't say finds but I could say it. James Cox did uh, amazing job tracking down this movie called killer Cart. Have you watched? I know, I haven't watched it yet. Do no, yourself a yet. favor and watch it. It's okay. fourteen minutes long. It's uh, from Florida State University's film department, and basically somebody did, made a film about a killer grocery cart, and it's pretty fucking cool. Awesome! I really enjoyed. There's a there's some good there's a good amount of blood in it. It's It's basically an apocalypse movie with grocery carts.
3: Is it better than the apocalypse movie with the rubber tire?
4: Yes. This is I really like rubber. This is fourteen minutes long, and it knew that how to do it. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of like Night Mm -hmm. of the Hell Hamsters. Don't let the joke go too long. You know what I mean? Okay. yeah, Yeah. They got in. They got out. Very well done. I like it. I was so happy with it. But we come to Yes, you knew what I would watch this eventually. I watched Bootleg Castlevania, which is Blood oh. Blood Rain the Third Reich. Is Bootleg Castlevania the movie? I have I've always considered Blood Rain the bootleg Castlevania.
3: And it's Uwe did yes, this. Right? He
4: did direct this again, uh came out a couple years ago, uh Michael Perrier plays a Nazi commander in there, and Clint Howard plays a Nazi doctor who's fascinated with vampires and
3: I like I like this I like' where this in the going. daywalker
4: <laughs> it sounds it sounds good don't get me wrong it sounds good, but again, it's just I don't know it's kind of like if. Castlevania was put out, I always seen like Blood Rain as the second tier. Like, I've always seen them, like, you know, you could tell, like Sci-Fi Channel, you could tell when you get your Asylum movies bought, or when they actually like picked up a movie that wasn't from Asylum. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you're getting into, like Blood Rain, and that's why I always call it Bootleg Castlevania. It gives you a taste of what Castlevania could be but it never lives up to it but of course because there's sequels i always watch it and basically michael perrier plays a commander nazi officer world war ii and blood rain is helping out a small group of people trying to kill off nazis and basically she chomps on michael perrier and he becomes a vampire and she wants to kill him because she fucked up and made him into a vampire and now he wants to try to get Clint Howard to figure out how to get the blood to Hitler so he could become a vampire also. (laughs) I I will tell you this. It's completely horrible but, I mean, it is watchable but it isn't like, you know, you're going to be like, I want to watch this again. This ain't going to be anything like that. It is, there is a scene where Hitler's a vampire biting and beating the shit out of blood rain. (laughs) That might have been the best part of the movie. That and Clint Eastwood trying to fake Daddy's German. (laughs) Clint Eastwood? Clint Howard, I'm sorry, yes. Him trying to fake Daddy's German is hilarious.
2: We will take action if and when I authorize it. If and when I authorize it.
3: Hey, I sat through House of the Dead at the theater. I, I can I can sit through this.
4: Yes, and House of the Dead is terrible. uh
3: uh-huh. Bl- <laughs> But Clint Howard is in it and playing the most stereotypical sea boat captain dude ever oh, in yeah. the
4: world.
2: You're not the sharpest tool in the
1: shed, are you?
2: I said shove off. Or don't you spreckens the English.
4: But it it, it it's just... Funny. Blood Rain, it just... It kills me. I'm surprised Bowl like still has the money to make these movies because it was like...
3: He knows where Nazi gold is. Yeah, the first one
4: was like Blood Rain in fantasy times, you know, back in the day. Yep. Uh, The second one is Blood Rain in the Old West. And this third time, since uh, that Christina Loki or Loken or whatever the chick from Terminator 3 I guess didn't want to do Blood Rain anymore, Uh, he got some other big boobed broad to be Blood Rain. And. That, pff, it, it, I, it just, I really wish he would, I, it, it, it kills me how Blood Rain has three movies, Castlevania has none. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's, it, it, but they're not horrible, but they're not enjoyable. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I've watched all three movies and I'm kinda like, okay, I'm gonna move on, you know.
3: Have you yeah. ever, have you ever partaken in, the In the Name of the King movie? Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, the first one. I've seen.
3: I want to see the one with Dolph Lundgren. No. It's Statham and Burt Reynolds. Right? Uh,
4: yes, that's the first one. The second. The
3: I haven't seen that, but I know it's yeah, going to be
4: Yeah, the goddamn. second one is with Dolph Lundgren, which I have not gotten to see. And the third one is with Dominic Purcell, which I have seen. There's a yes. third one? It had a sci fi channel premiere last year.
3: Oh, so you said the magic word, sci-fi <laughs> channel premiere. Well, are you aware that there's a Scorpion King 4? Yes, I don't care. <laughs>
4: Lou fucking Farino! Re- yes, I don't care.
3: What's happening?
4: I don't know. But anyhow, I did watch I Drink Your Blood, and I watched Rituals, a.k.a. The Creeper, which we're going to talk about later. Um, So how you been doing, besides your the flicks you watched, and what the hell happened today besides your mom?
3: Oh, nothing. We, we were, me and dad were watching football and just, we're late tonight for like, a, we're like an hour late or something, I don't know, almost. Me and dad were watching football and mom went to the discount grocery store like three towns away and locked her keys in the car. So, on my way home, I get a call from dad, hey, uh, can you go get mom? Yeah, sure, I can get mom. I had to go back and get the keys and his dad's not feeling mm-hmm. too good. I had to just go pick up mom, open her car and... Go home. But as... I, I really honestly... I didn't... didn't watch too much other than shit we've already talked about this week. Like, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Or, also, again, I wish I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. But it's still pretty good. Uh, it's just like Avengers for me. I, I like it a little less every time I watch it. If that makes any that sense. It
4: makes a lot nice. of sense. They, it...
3: I mean, the stock... It's Avengers. is like that. It, it just... The first time was great and and yeah, I watched that I watched The Hobbit, The Third Hobbit again and I I I kind of coming around on that movie a little bit, but it still just feels like a movie that they those people didn't have their hearts in making.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: What else did I watch? I watched just I've been watching dude, I have been gleaning so much enjoyment out of watching Shark Tank. And and when you, you know what Shark Tank is, right?
4: Uh, yes, yes, I know you're
3: Got like Mark Cuban and like real rich dudes in there, and people come in and and pitch their ideas and try to get money from them for their companies. I just I I, I cackle to myself when they get some business fucking hippie in there wanting wanting $125,000 for a 5% stake in their company for their product that you put on swings so the swings are not hot for your gentle child. And I'm like, really? Is this what people are fucking worried about? Is this the safety police have gotten this out of fucking control? That you have to have a a cooling pad to put on a swing so you can swing. And I literally, I love it when they get get real on them because one dude came in there and tried to sell his company. And all it was was llama poop and water and a jar. <laughs> and it supposedly could bring dead things. Dead plants back to life, and Seth MacFarlane showed up, <laughs> and they didn't buy anything off of his buddy. They said, "Fuck you, Seth MacFarlane, get out of here," which was awesome. But the coolest thing was DDP showed up, trying to sell his. Everybody's seen that DDP yoga for yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, he tried. He didn't get no business, no yoga ducats for for fucking DDP. He got shut down. <laughs> no no fucking yoga yoga bucks. Been watching that. The only thing I really watched that's any like that was new mm-hmm. is you got to get on this John Wick shit. Holy cow, John Wick is amazing. I
4: I've been interested. You know what I'm saying? I, I have been interested. I but I it never had me wanting to run out to theater to see it. But I have been interested because even uh, uh what's his name? Craig Everett Earl who filmmaker we've had on in the past has he's been on the John wick gravy train.
3: Yeah. He sent me a, a message over Facebook and said, get on that John wick train. Russ is on that Russ Rudder. He he told me it was awesome. After I started watching it, he's like, I'm all over this movie's dick. And and mean, man, it's so good, dude. It's so, fu- it's like who knew Keanu had it in him. Mm hmm. It's just, like, it's almost like Keanu went back to, like, 1985 and found, like, a script for, like, a lost Steven Seagal movie. And then he rewrote that script to be even more simple because there's nothing about this movie that is, like, overcomplicated. It's John Wick is is a hitman, and he gets out of the life and he ta- he gets a girlfriend who dies, and the day that his girlfriend dies, uh, a puppy shows up at his door, sent from his girlfriend, and, you know, he loves the puppy, like, there for three days he's at, he's at the gas station and driving a badass Mach 1 Mustang, and uh, these Russian dudes pull up and, and kind of, like, start intimidating him and wanting to buy his car, and he says, you know what, it's not for sale, I'm out of here. And they break into his house, they fucking beat the shit out of him, and they kill his little puppy with a baseball bat. And there's nothing in this world that'll make me hate the bad guy than killing a puppy with a baseball bat. And John Wick goes downstairs and busts his floor up and gets all these gold coins out of his floor like he's fucking Super Mario. (laughs) (laughs) And he pulls his guns out, and he comes out of retirement, and... Literally that's all the script is. And after that is like the first twenty minutes and then it's just a bullet festival. Yeah. Until the end. It's so great. And the cops don't give a fuck. It's really awesome. Cops just like show up after John Wick's killed like three like like fifteen dudes in his house and they're all sitting there bloody and he's like, Hey uh uh I thought I thought you were retired. He's like, I'm just sorting some things out and the cops go away. <laughs> it's just pretty awesome. <laughs> There's a bunch of cool cameos in this movie, too. Kevin Nash, playing, his, playing a Russian... Who just got fired by
4: Fox. WWE again?
3: Yeah, what the fuck? He slapped his kid up or some something? Some
4: kind it's... of domestic dispute right before Christmas.
3: I was not even aware he was employed by WWE.
4: Yeah, apparently, because he was being advertised for some house show or something in some other like major overseas show, and it, it just... Like, there was people bitching on Facebook that he was still being advertised, even though that WWE was claiming he was released, or at the time, not released, but not going to be a part of it.
3: This sounds like convention drama right here. (laughs) But no, John Wick, uh, Kevin Nash shows up. Uh, There's a really cool, like, cleanup service that John Wick calls to get all the dead bodies out. And he shows up a couple times. uh, David Patrick Mm. Kelly you know who that dude is? I
4: believe so.
3: He's the guy with the bottles on his fingers from the Warriors?
4: Yes, Fucking
3: okay. old as fuck, man.
4: Oh, well, think about how old the Warriors movie is, actually.
3: When was it, like 1980, maybe?
4: Yes, I believe so.
3: That's...
4: It might even be before that. I thought it was 77. Well,
3: he looked young then, but now... I mean, oh, that... yeah, he
4: looked like he was 18 years old in that Yeah, movie. dude,
3: now he looks like he's 70. Like, no, he's I'm
4: not surprised.
3: Look, super old as shit. And it's just a bit, like I said, simple, Keanu Reeves killing everybody until the end. And if you wanna, they, they cast us, the guy who, you're not gonna know who this is, but, uh, they, they cast the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect fucking casting for a bad guy because he is a guy that you'll see him and you'll love to hate him. Oh, and yeah. he plays a, a fucking spoiled Russian dipshit in this movie and it's really he's after him but his dad's kind of like like this big major league Russian mobster that John Wick used to work for and they he's kind of hiding him out and John Wick's just going through fucking people like water it's so great I've watched it like twice man it's like it's like the return of awesome 80s fucking action movies that we really don't get anymore I mean we get them but they're in the, the guise of like the Expendables or Machete, where you know it really doesn't. Uh oh, what was that? You know, it really doesn't uh hold up to, you know, it, it's re- like those movies really aren't as advertised. You could make the argument about Expendables as a throwback, but not not like this. Everybody go see John Wick. It's fucking great. But that that literally is all I watched. That and, uh. That movie Affleck directed Gone Girl, which I love. Everybody go check that out. It's amazing. But what what are we do we got? I know you you said we got a, a fuckload of can you dig it?
4: Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, um let's get to it. Okay.
0: Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can-
4: Uh, first, let me fix, I thought somebody put in a new question. Okay, uh, first off, and this has me like super excited, I I cannot wait for this to happen. Uh, you've seen the news about Mm X-Files, have you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost a done deal now. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, supposedly, Jillian Anderson right before the weekend was on the Nerdist podcast and pretty much Tr- like didn't stop herself from basically saying it was a done deal that this is happening. Like, there, the X Files TV show is coming back, and this all started because Chris Carter was working on that show, The After, for AMC, and then Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Both have decided they do not want it. Yeah, especially I've- Amazon Prime after they put money into it and everything else. Um, I've heard. He had a pilot episode and actually had six other episodes in some form or fashion in production.
3: Who, Chris Carter, had like that many shows?
4: Well, no, that many episodes oh. for the after. And basically, this was like a surprise that the, that Amazon Prime did not want the after.
3: It's that, I remember that show a little, like I remember it being advertised and it just didn't sound like like it would be any good, you know?
4: Yeah, well, I was kinda excited because he was like, well, this is the X-Files, but it's not the X-Files. Yeah, but, and, and then
3: that guy's kinda like, I mean, what has he done since X-Files?
4: Um, he's I mean, done Millennium. Yeah, you're,
3: you're talking to the wrong guy about X-Files.
4: Yeah, he's done The Lone Gunman. He's done several shows, but nothing has been successful or anything like the X-Files. Right. And, he's done a couple of X-Files movies, and yeah, there's been a ton of rumors the past six months about 20th Century Fox basically trying to get a third X-Files movie off the ground. We know there's a script out there now already for it. Um, there was even a rumor that they were going to bring Lance Henriksen's Frank Black character into Part 3. It was going to be like a standalone episode. And I guess Fox is just saying, because this all comes on the heels too, Fox was uh, talking uh, no longer talking 24 movies, they were talking bringing 24 back as a TV series. And then they were talking Prison Break, but all signs are pointing to Prison Break is not going to happen. X-Files has the best chance to happen, and they're talking like they're going to start shooting or writing new episodes this summer, and everybody's coming back. Chris Carter would be directing and writing. So they got the company back, to they haven't, they haven't said they got them back, but pretty much from what I've read. It'd be
3: from, stupid not to jump on
4: that. Yeah, from everywhere, both him and Julian Anderson are all, they're, they're all in. And they're for this. You know
3: damn well Lance Hendrickson will show up.
4: Yeah, cause I know that was, Chris Carter loved the Millennium and Lance Hendrickson's Frank Black character was perfect. They did a great episode in 2000. Uh, it was kind of like a Christmas, New Year's episode for them too, uh, because Millennium got canceled. A lot of people thought too early in its third season it got canceled. Did it ever get like a wrap up? No, it really it did and it didn't. It basically its wrap up was uh, that X Files episode where Frank Black had him and his daughter had disappeared for a while. And basically, Frank Black comes out. Like David Duchovny, uh Mulder goes looking for him because there's signs pointing to like there. Like you would have to watch the show, but the Millennium Group was like trying to kill people and force stuff to happen for the Millennium. Like you know, instead of the Y2K thing going on, like they felt like something was going to happen, like a pop apocalyptic, and. Like, the Millennium group was kind of like a CIA agency, but within, like, they had no governing body and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's hard to explain unless you watch the show, Millennium, but it was really cool, and it was basically... The point of Millennium was where the X-Files did a lot of the alien stuff, and every once in a while they would touch upon the serial killers or something like that. Millennium was touching upon the serial killers and just everybody's like just anything that was dark and horrible and animal sacrifices and satanic rituals. And every week that's what was going on in a millennium. And it just, I think Fox was kind of like if X-Files isn't here, what do we do with this show? You know, it was one yeah. of those things because uh, I've heard people talk about like point out references like in Dexter and some other, the newer shows that came out like part of the reason they were able to do some stuff was because of millennium like millennium was trying to push the uh, the envelope for tv even hannibal uh some of the stuff that happens like the in hannibal has like i'm not saying they're stealing stuff i'm just saying millennium did a bunch of different stuff that you can see in a bunch of different shows now it was just like Chris Carter put that out there to test the market, see what would go on with it. And I think people accepted it, but for Fox, not enough people accepted it, especially when X-Files was like in the top 20 every week, mm-hmm. I think was their biggest issue. But the whole point is, uh, Julian Anderson has two different shows going on. She's done pretty much will be done shooting on Hannibal by end of April or something. David Duchovny has a show that he's going in production on for NBC also, but both of them have come out and said Dave they would clear their schedules if X-Files is going to happen.
3: Be smart, it, man. Yeah. Be, it, it, do you think they're going to pick up right where they left off, or do you think it's going to be new stuff?
4: I think it's going to be a bit of both. A bit of both? Do yes. You think,
3: do you think – uh Oh, I can't... Oh, what's his fucking name? Robert Patrick's going to be in it. Or they're going to... I you know.
4: I believe... at if I believe since they're going the TV se- series route yeah. instead of the movie route, I believe if they would have went just doing another movie, no, there's no chance of Robert Patrick. But with them going the TV series r- route and knowing... The way Chris Carter structured, especially in the later seasons, when you could tell he really got his groove with that show, there is a good chance you'll see Robert Patrick at some point. And uh, I forget her name. Uh, Amanda Gish, I like to say her name is. I'm not totally sure if it's that's her name. sounds familiar. Yeah, she was also in The Bridge. She was also, she came in and was like, basically when. David Duchovny left for the last two seasons, her and Robert Patrick took over as basically the lead agents, so I have a feeling they'll be somewhere in there. Okay. But, yeah, they, they are, I believe, see, I believe, the, supposedly, the rumor is, the script for the movie was, it's supposed to be standalone, but basically it was supposed Wait, to movie be movie, established. Which movie well, are talking about? The... X-Files 3. Oh, Okay. I thought yeah. you were
3: talking about part two because that movie that's a that's a weird thing to even like try to think of, like that exists
4: I oh, I, yeah, it, it's it, weird, but I liked it. I liked it,
3: yeah, I, but it didn't serve its any purpose. you know what I mean? I mean it was oh, decent, yeah. but it was like, okay, the show's over. It's been over for like ten years, and then it's like they had this they're just like let's fart this movie out like we shot we probably should have did it like nine years ago. We'll, yeah, we'll just fart it out here and see what happens and it was it was okay but it didn't further the plot along any it's just like no it it, a it, it didn't off, at all really. and
4: I think I, I think part of that was 20th Century Fox basically I think if 20th it's one of those things I think the studio got in the way of of the show which a lot of studios do with certain shows mm-hmm. they get in the way of what maybe people are trying to do with the show, like to continue the storyline, whether it's movie, a series, whether it gets renewed, that kind of thing. And a lot of times the studio thinks they're smarter than the audience itself. We constantly talk about that for a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows. And I think that's what happened with the second X-Files movie was 20th Century Fox. Like you said, it seemed like they pooped it out of there because they went from, you know, Never being another movie to all of a sudden there's a second movie out there and I think that movie would have made a better standalone episode during the series than it would have been a movie. Especially for how much different ideas I heard what they wanted to do for a second X-Files movie and none of them were that idea. Mm-hmm. So, so I totally believe it is, in my opinion, I believe 20th Century Fox just thought they were smarter than everybody else. And I think that's what why Chris Carter was kind of like, because Chris Carter basically didn't do anything for a while after that either. Because I think he was pissed.
3: About that second movie? Yes. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It was like a weird, stupid, I mean, the movie was decent. It was pretty cool. It was like a modern Frankenstein, but it was, it it just served no purpose.
4: I just, it didn't. As much as I enjoyed the movie, I think people went out of their way to bash <laughs> that move. Yeah. And out of all the material and all the stuff that X-Files could have done, I thought that was one of the least things they could have done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just everything they could have pulled from, I just thought that was bad. Which, again, restarting this series, if they do what I've heard, like I've read about X-Files 3 was supposed to basically be re-establishing the X-Files are being reopened. Okay. Now that would have
3: made sense.
4: Yes. And that is what... Like, X-Files 3 is really supposed to be, okay, we're reopening the X-Files. Whether it has another movie after that, it doesn't matter. This is like, okay, we rehire Mulder. We bring Scully back into the fold. We want them to basically... You know, Skinner comes back. It just... The whole point of it is that X-Files is reopened by the FBI. They want them to go and search out just like it was back in a day, just weird shit. And that that was supposed to be the big opening of X-Files three, which I now can see that being put into the TV series is where they reopen it. They reestablish what the characters have been doing even since the second movie and everybody's rehired. And I think with that, you get all the older characters or any character that was part of that mythology, I have a feeling will show back up.
3: It'd be awesome.
4: So yeah, I, I think there's a,
3: you could really run the Kolchak train on this now.
4: Oh yeah. I see. I think that's the, I think that is the difference now than it was when that second movie came out. I think again, it goes back to, I think the studio thought they were smarter than everybody. And I think the studio felt like they could put anything out there, put the, the name X-Files on it, and make money. And what they did, I think, like you were saying, I, what it comes down to, out of this rambling, I think what it comes down to is they did a disservice to X-Files fans and to themselves. I think they shot themselves in the foot. 20th Century Fox, if they wouldn't have gotten it in their own way, I think that show would have already restarted by now or we would have had like two or three movies. More. I think there would have been something else. Like X Files would have been already continuing.
3: It's gonna be awesome.
4: Yeah, I can't I can't wait. I missed the
3: train on X Files, dude. I really did. I I watched there was like three weekends in a row back in college where the guy I was living with, like, was hanging out at his mom's house to save money and he had his D V he had the big, huge box set that I think you probably have of, like, of the mall?
4: I do not have... I have a friend that has all of them. I have the first three seasons. I think Rick has, like, all the seasons. Like, I do, like, you know, buying them separately. But yeah, there yeah. is a box set that has all the seasons I would love to get. Like I said, I only have the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. But I know Chiller Channel has restarted on Sunday nights playing... X-Files over again and they're playing them in order again.
3: Cool because I don't get that fucking channel. I should, <laughs> but I don't, fuckers.
4: But yeah, they're playing them in order and I st- I watch them constantly. Anytime I could find them on TV I watch X-Files.
3: Yeah, I I've I've seen a bunch of them. I've never seen them in order or anything like that, but it's I I, I was digging it. And then it, it was just like a fever. I watched a bunch of them and then just never went back and finished anything. I do remember the Bruce Campbell episode. I, I do remember yeah. the really cool one that never made it about, uh, never made it to TV about the insidious keeping their mom on a, a fucking home. Yeah, home. home. That's what it was called. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, cause
4: it's in home PA. Yeah. And it, it is a such place. So the, <laughs> don't
3: stop there,
1: dude.
4: <laughs> Imagine <laughs> it will happen. It is near where the groundhog is at in Pugsatawny. Oh, yeah yeah I've driven near it
3: fuck anyway what else we got this is that's cool okay. we could totally dig the fuck out of that yeah and uh, you know what as much as we dislike walking dead or have kind of maybe not dislike it but just completely jumped off that train yeah we wouldn't be getting this we wouldn't be getting the evil dead without it the no, dead. yeah
4: yeah it, it, i just i think I think the time is right for x files again mm-hmm. too i i I think the time is right for it. It's been for a while. And it just, it makes sense, especially if 20th Century Fox is looking into 24 and Prison Break. And they were popular, popular shows in their own right. I
3: I was under, I never knew Prison Break was as popular as it was.
4: It it was one of those shows that it never, it, Fox might have been behind Prison Break. Like, that was one of the shows they were like, sold that was going to go go like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem was it never really did. You know what I'm saying? It didn't get its audience until like it was about to go off the air. It, it, it really didn't hit a stride. I know a bunch of people watched Prison Break. I, they all said great things about Prison Break. I never sat down and watched it myself. But do you want to talk about uh, you know how channels really get behind certain TV shows Fox wanted that show to work and I just don't think it ever worked like I think they wanted that to be a top 10 show every week and it never can do that it just it for one reason or another it just never did the ratings it wanted but it was kind of like Prisco County jr. You didn't realize how many people watched that show until it went off the air. And, like, that show has a very, very, very rabid audience. Like, they, I I see stuff all the time, not only on Facebook, but other websites about people for years, like, not years, but for the past two years at least, trying to do Kickstarter campaigns to get that prison break. Back on uh back on the air.
3: Really? Because I, I I never wanted to watch it because okay the show's about a prison break but you know a- after the prison break where do you go? <laughs> I I know <laughs> I I I'm said not the interested same. anymore.
4: No, I've said the same thing. But people who are fans of the show tell me they're it's a much more in depth show. It is one of those shows kind of like Member House explaining Hannibal to you. Yeah. You gotta watch it from the first episode. Okay. It, 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 you, you really, like, I was told you, it's not like X-Files where you could pick up X-Files in the middle of season three and know what's going on. Sure, you know? yeah. It's, you really had to pay attention from day one when that show was out. Like, because uh, it, there was much more to it than you realize.
3: hmm But anyway, what else we got? We could talk X-Files for a long
4: time. <laughs> yeah, oh, Yeah. Um, did you know about this? I heard rumblings last year, Dad. They were doing a reboot of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Now. That's been on the
3: rumblings for a while now.
4: Well, apparently it is, uh, happened. Because <laughs> there is a trailer out there now. Or you shouldn't <laughs> be For like a bigger budgeted reboot of Plan 9. Now, the reason I bring this up, I have not watched it. Um, but there's been several independent yeah, I've tries bad. at this, but yeah, there is supposedly oh, I got out another there. Another
3: ad going. Hold on.
4: <laughs> but supposedly the trailer hit this past so week, like and a lot know. of the horror movie websites have picked up on this and have put it out there that this movie is happening. That it's pretty much finished now.
3: No, did I? I just have heard the rumblings for years. They were going to do
4: yes, this. yeah, oh yeah. But apparently, this is this is happening.
3: Do we got a, anybody in this?
4: Or I have not looked into it. I just know. Uh, I it just I, it's one of those things. It's like, like I honestly I don't know if I actually care. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I don't know if
3: I. I'll look like, at the trailer and see.
4: What yeah, like I have I I haven't even had the interest to watch the trailer, <laughs> but I had to bring this up because. You, like you said, it's been going on for years and all of a sudden, there's a movie! You know, it's like, it's out there! It's gonna be released. It's just, I have, I just don't know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyhow, moving on, next thing is, do you know there's a Millennium comic book coming up this week? No. Yes. Well, if you've been anywhere near Lance Henriksen's page, he would <laughs> let you know about it. Of course! Um. <laughs> It's really cool. It looks awesome. They at least have four issues, uh, written and colored and first ones being released this week. Uh, and on the cover is Frank Black and Mulder from the X-Files. Nice. So I'm curious to see where to go with this. I might have
3: to, uh. T-shirt Joe, take note. We want, we want, we want a review.
4: Yeah, I might actually have to go buy a comic book again. Mm. I'm kind of interested, because I'm a big Frank Black fan and Lance Henriksen fan. Well, hey, general- while
3: you're out there, pick up the four issues of Big Trouble
4: Little China. True. Very true. Very true. Uh But the next thing is, uh, I didn't know if you cared. Have you heard that Supernatural has already been renewed for 11th season next year?
3: I don't care, and I am amazed it's that old. Really?
4: <laughs> yes. Jesus <laughs> This show is never going to end, apparently.
3: Somewhere, Corey G's got a boner. <laughs> I love the show. it. enjoy some Tom Wellington action.
4: <laughs> I love watching the show. I enjoy it. But I was just like, already? you ends renewing this? Tom did-
3: Wellington never goes out of style, baby.
4: Now, moving on. Now, the biggest news, to me at least anyhow, did you hear about Hannibal?
3: It's coming back in the summer.
4: Yes, it was supposed to be dropping, I think, like, the, right after Valentine's Day.
3: Yeah, I need to get back on that, dude.
4: They now have moved it to a summer release, and NBC is claiming, in air quotes here, they're claiming it is to get the biggest audience possible.
3: Sounds like they're really wanting it to, to stay.
4: It does, but I know it has
3: its fucking audience big time.
4: To me, it ties into why are you not showing this on Friday nights with Grimm and trying to help out Constantine, which goes into my last piece of news. Constantine, I would be
3: willing to bet that it's it's over, right?
4: They put it this way: NBC doesn't even care that they're showing the last four episodes of Constantine. Mm, one of those Put it this way. NBC just released a statement this week. They are disappointed and can't believe that Constantine's ratings have gone down 25% in the past two weeks of viewership of Constantine and more than likely are already canceling the show. It wouldn't have anything to do that you stop production in (laughs) mid-November. Like, nobody wants to continue and watch a fucking show if you've already stopped production on a show that you don't know how to fucking advertise or actually put out there to the people. I'm sorry. There's there's just way too many shows out there, and people are not going to invest themselves in a TV show if you've already canceled it, but you're just dragging your feet on it.
3: Makes it that makes sense. Yeah, you don't do that shit.
4: I mean, am I wrong for that? They're gonna sit here and put out statements that they're disappointed. And con- honest to God, do you want to watch? Uh, okay, you haven't watched Constantine yet, right? Never seen a second of it. No. Do okay. love the movie though. D- do you want to watch the show? No. Now that, that it's
3: done, I've got yeah. no interest. No, because
4: exactly. Why do you want to watch it?
3: No.
4: You have dirt. You have no chicken in the race, buddy. It just it. There is no reason to watch the show. If you haven't started yet, there's no reason. And they're complaining of ratings. Fuck them. If, and if this is 10 years ago, you know what they would have done? Well, should have done? Let Fuck. Hannibal come on in February. This helps the ratings on Friday night. Constantine Grimm and Hannibal. It totally
3: makes sense to put all that genre-based shit on one night. It
4: only makes sense. Yes, I. Di- Again, studios think they're smarter than everybody else. Uh-huh. It just I don't understand it. This is why all the best TV
3: shows are on K- are on pay, pay, uh, stations like HBO. But anyway, I got some KD diggits. Go for it. Do you want to do the big one first? Is this yes. one has to be mentioned. Well, we'll do this one first. Speaking of comic books, I got this off of your. Your your page, okay. First comics news: Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Monster <laughs> Killer.
4: Yes, because Ed Quinlan.
3: It looks fucking great. Yes, it looks amazing. I want this.
4: And it looks like the rock and wrestling Roddy Piper. Yeah, with the kilt <laughs> and the hot
3: rod shirt and everything.
4: It looks like he's all stero- steroided up like the cartoon.
3: <laughs> yep. I want this comic. I want every, the art looks fucking fantastic. I just love now that maybe somewhere in some kind of printed form, Rowdy Roddy Piper is going to fight a Sasquatch. That only makes, that, that makes money right there. Give me that movie. Yeah. I want Hot Rod to punch Sasquatch in the face. But anyway, that, fuck yeah, we could dig the shit out of that. I wish there was a comic store around me. I would, like, totally get that shit, but nope. You're not buying one comic in, in my town. Oh, what else we got? I've got uh, the big one. Everybody in Texas. Let me see what it is. Uh, 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 uh. Everybody in Texas, mark your calendars. Tuesday, January 27th, 2015, which... Might be over by the time you hear this. Get your ass to the Alamo Draft House to watch motherfucking Spookies.
4: Spookies, yeah.
3: Spookies, motherfuckers. Get, get it. I love, I love, I love the uh, little. It's sponsored by these guys, Vulcan Video, who I looked up, and they're, they're, they're a pretty cool, like. Yeah, I don't know how you. It's a video store, but I think you can rent from them online actually too.
4: Yeah, I believe so. I'm
3: not sure how that works, but they. I was looking through their titles. Jesus Christ, they have everything. But uh, I, I like I like how they wrote this. Wrote Spookies up. It says, "Attention, rare archival 35 millimeter screening for only three bucks." Sponsored by Vulcan Video. The impossible is no longer not possible. Notoriously pieced together by filmmakers who weren't on speaking terms, Spookies has always been known as a straight-to-video casualty, until now. Barely released to theaters and unseen on 35mm since the magic year 1987, this is the only monster rally in history that features a demon who looks like Nightcrawler from the X-Men, fighting a fifth-rate Fonzie impersonator. (laughs) (laughs) There's no point in talking about the unplot of this movie because it doesn't matter. What does matter is that Spookies is a nonsensical blitz of ooze slime hobos, failed birthday parties, failed stand-up comedy, child violence, grim reapers, explosions, zombies, people jumping through walls, and a guy with his own face silkscreened on his T-shirt. Spookies is Night of the Living Dead, filtered through Ghoulies, if Ghoulies was directed by a special effects worshipping thirteen year old whose favorite TV show was Alf. Also <laughs>
4: I was reading this, this is is laughing. True.
3: Also, this movie won the nineteen eighty six Delirium Award for the fifteenth annual International Science Fiction and Film Festival. Legit. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Joe, if you're listening, we need not a spooky shirt. We need a shirt of the dude with his face on the shirt. <laughs> be the most meta ass-kicking shirt of all fucking time. Get on it, Joe. You'd be a millionaire if you fucking get this on, get, get it out there to the public.
4: A picture, yes, a picture of him with the shirt that has his <laughs> him on face the shirt. on it.
3: Be the best. It, it's like the tattoo of a butt on a butt
4: be the, it'd be the best. But,
3: fuck it, can you dig that shit?
4: Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I, read the article. I loved it. I think it's awesome. I love Al uh, McChetti's, uh, Facebook post. <laughs> He's like, just, he cannot please beside himself. Yeah, I,
3: I had a, I had like a two hour conversation with him the other night on Facebook and man, that guy is coming. He, he's we're gonna have him back on the show to talk. Uh, the guy has credits. His his credits are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You name the project, he's probably worked on it. I mean, we had we had conversations on. Uh, uh, Jason goes to hell, and he was telling me that uh, I was because I'm not a big fan of Jason goes to hell.
4: I I am. I
3: I. I, I I was telling him, I was like, I, I know where they were trying to take it and it just didn't, it didn't work for me, but I will always remember like th- the black guy that eats Jason's heart.
1: Yes.
3: I can point that guy out in a crowd in any movie cause you see him every once in a while. <laughs> He'll show up and Al told me, yeah, he was, Al was the one who was puppeteering the heart that he ate. And he said, did you know that was that re- where they filmed that at? was ALF's room. It, it was a set on ALF. He said, No. Yeah, he said he came in one day, and they were painting over a big ALF mural to film that. Jesus. And, and he said he worked on a bunch of the effects that got, got uh you know, deleted and shit that you can see, like the root monsters and shit. We're going to have him back on the show, because he's, he's got, got stories like crazy.
4: I was a fan of Jason Goes to Hell. I know a lot of people weren't, but I, I just – I enjoyed. They tried something different, and I'm glad they did.
3: Did they? I mean, they did that before. They did, and they they, they,
4: they, they, how to put it? They repackaged it. Yeah, but it didn't
3: work for me. I I like, dude,
4: that opening ten minutes. Oh, that's fucking badass! Yeah, yeah, that is one of the best openings for a horror movie. That was just fucking ridiculous.
3: Yeah, that shit's great, and then it just shits the bed.
4: See, I don't think so. I enjoyed it. Except for when Creighton Duke shows up. Yeah, see, I think, see, that's the thing. I think it had a little bit of everything in that movie. It was just like, okay, this is the ninth one. Let's just do a big mishmash of everything we've always ever wanted to do. And I still didn't give
3: a shit about anything. Oh, man. Ugh. That that movie left a bad bad taste in my mouth. See, a
4: lot of people will point to Jason X did that.
3: That's fucking fantastic.
4: Yes, I agree.
3: That they took that formula and let's just do the craziest shit in the world to the nth degree, and I love that. It just didn't didn't work for me. In part, in Jason goes to goes to hell.
1: Mm-hmm. Just,
3: man, fuck. But one last, can you dig it? And this is sad news. Uh, our favorite video shop, Wild and Woolly Video, shut yeah. down, sir, in Louisville.
4: Yeah, I seen that.
3: That fucking place had it all.
4: It was a pretty cool place. I have a Region 2 cemetery man from there. Really? Yeah, I bought I got, it there.
3: That's where I got that Lucio Fulci documentary. Uh, it's called Para, Lucio Fulci Revisited, and, and that was the place that you and me and Silent Brian and Rick all squeezed into an 05 Mustang to go to.
4: <laughs> I Honestly, when I got back home, I literally ordered my uh, all-region DVD player when I got home from that trip so I could watch Cemetery Man. You didn't have one of I DVD still players have you could hack? No, I didn't at the time. It sucks. I ordered an all-region DVD player because I needed a new one anyhow at that time. and. Mm. I got one and loved it, and loved it to death until it died of a horrible death. <laughs> sure. And gonna, now, now i got to get a all-region Blu-ray player.
3: I'm going to try to make, because Louisville for me is probably two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make a trip up there before it closes and pick up some stuff, see what I can't find, because literally that place, Jesus Christ, they had they had it all.
4: There's probably an outline of uh, Rick and my uh, bodies on the parking lot.
3: Probably cause you opened the door and just flopped out. <laughs> yeah, I was
4: just crawling on the ground was trying like, to get out of
3: That was there. one of the best convention things i ever seen was like all of us fucking crammed into the Mustang trying to get to a video store. Why did we even go there?
4: Uh, we, I believe we were all meeting certain people there. It was an idea. Everybody wanted to get together and go there. We're all supposed to hang out there. I
3: know that's like the third... I've been there three times. That was like the second or third. I don't remember. I believe,
4: but I was like, hey, I'm in Louisville. I'm not going anywhere. And it wasn't like... (laughs) I was ready to go back in with Rick and watch Rick be hit on by George Bonilla.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But he's got nudity! (laughs) He's got music and games. Sam, he's that guy's a clown. He's got crack. Fucking clown shoes. He's got crack. I've got nudity (laughs) and a dollar. (laughs) Got a dollar. (laughs) Oh shit! That's (laughs) all I got from. Can you dig it? R.I.P. Wild Moley Video Man. I'm gonna try to pick up some cool shit. I think, uh, according to Steve, I think Steve told me once that all that VHS shit that they had when we were there. They had gotten rid of all that stuff. All yeah, that stuff.
4: yeah, I remember because when we got there, I remember Steve explaining that. I, I remember talking to him about that, that there was just, he was like, yeah, dude, there was stacks. There was just all kinds of, just, he's like, I've been in there. There's just all kinds of VHS stuff. You you would have died just checking out all this stuff.
3: Man, god damn it. They're all going away, dude. Sucks.
4: Well, they've been. I mean, honestly, that—that's why I commented and said you knew this was going to happen. It just, you know, just a matter of time.
3: Oh my gosh! I found another movie. We—we've been coming across these movies that we don't know anything about, dude. Yeah. God damn! I just found another one. You got to check this out. I'll send it to you. Okay. Anyway, we got questions, sir.
4: Yes, we do. I'll try
3: to get you that picture sometime.
4: Jesus Christ! I just seen the Ed Quinlan picture on your page. Oh yeah, my God!
3: Here I will, I will tag you. And now, why is it not letting me? Grr.
4: Oh, here, here was the other one. That I was, that I was trying to point out to you the Hebrew Hammer versus Hitler.
3: I remember the Hebrew Hammer it debuted on Comedy Central. That watch, movie? Yeah. Uh, it, How it, was it? Uh, it's pretty funny. It was like decent. It's back, it was is a long time ago. Fucking
4: Comedy Central.
3: I didn't know. Are, is that a legit sequel?
4: I have no clue, dude. Okay. I have no clue. Do you want? Do you want questions? Then. Yeah. I'm looking for that other movie that. I was trying to tell yeah. you about.
3: What the. F- what the fuck is dude what is Night of the Sharks? What is that? <laughs> I, no I want clue. that.
4: Somebody saying it's a lost movie was on some website and they put it up on Facebook and saying it's out there.
3: I want it. Night <laughs> Night of the Sharks.
4: Yeah, cuz that's why I was trying to find that other movie that I posted on your page that it was like it, it looked like that Road Warrior rip-off from the late 80s but it looked so badass.
3: I don't know what that was. I don't even know if I saw that.
4: Yeah, it was last week I posted on it, like, during the show.
3: Huh. Anyway. We'll
4: anyway. Down.
3: There's the picture. I don't know what the fuck movie Death Machines is. But, man, uh I think we need to see that. Looks pretty great, according to the poster.
4: Death, okay. Death Machines. This looks old.
3: It looks 70s.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say this looks like mid seven this kinda looks like Westworld.
3: Maybe a little bit, yeah.
4: We need to check. You that need out. to you, you need to track that down on uh
3: Hey, my my tracking down abilities have been neutered. Mm. As of late. <laughs> you gotta yeah. you gotta get on uh out of print dan for some obscure shit like that anymore. Until well, that brought gotta, me a different obscure well, website.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say you need to know see if that movie actually exists though.
3: What's that? Death Machines? Yes. I'm pretty sure it, it, it does. Anyway, fucking Death Machines. Somebody find that for it. Out of print, Dan. Make yourself hey, useful, Hold
4: I, I'm putting Death Machines into Google Machine. Into the Google Machine. 1976.
3: About that, yeah. Yeah. Sure.
4: That's the year. That's the year. It does ex- it does exist. An evil Oriental dragon lady injects three martial art- arts fighters with a serum that turns them into zombie like assassins, and she sends them out against her enemies.
3: See, we we, <laughs> we should fucking we should get that, and we should pair it up with uh uh. Oh, what's the fucking movie? It's got the tagline. Here,
4: are you ready for the top three billings, the three characters in the movie? White Death Machine, Asian Death Machine, and Black Death Machine.
3: <laughs> Is it racist? <laughs> we should ask I Joe. To,
4: I want to see the movie now.
3: Oh, yeah. It looks fucking badass. I need to see it immediately.
4: But this makes sense. It was budgeted for $70,000, and it was through Crown International Pictures.
3: Does, do we have a cast? Anybody...
4: Nah, no, it doesn't look like anybody.
3: Anybody, ah, man, we need. It's to
4: find described as a futuristic drama suspense.
3: <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> whatever. Let's get to that. the questions. If somebody, somebody out there can hook us up with death machines or not the <laughs> uh, sharks with Tree repo Williams, J- Repo Jake repo, versus the Night Edition. Sh- yeah, Repo Jake. uh If if we could get any copies of that, it'd be fucking badass. Or at least okay. point us in the right direction.
4: Uh, first question is T-Shirt Joe. He wants to know, Tim, as a published movie reviewer, would you rather have a review show with Gene Siskel or Gene Shatt? Gene Shalit, you mean? Shallot. I'm sorry. Uh didn't see the L. Um, I'll be honest, I could care less about either person. <laughs> I'd re- I, I, if I actually had a show, I would do it with Kyle. There you go. <laughs> That's... Yeah, we would call it bloodbaths and boomsticks.
3: <laughs> I would I would I would want to be in the same room as Gene Shallot just to witness that man's hair growth.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget that set dude. Yeah. She, is that, he
3: dead? He's dead, right?
4: I thought he was. I I honestly I thought he was. And Siskel even Siskel and Ebert, I remember watching them back in the day. Oh my god
3: happening goddamn internet fuck off what now about Gene Siskel
4: I was gonna say I remember watching the Siskel Niebert show back in the day before the one dude died Mm -hmm. and I just that was one of the reasons I started writing reviews I hated them I didn't so much hate them
3: that was before I was I knew I knew what I liked and I knew that like I don't give a fuck if other people like it or not
4: but they just anytime they were part of the cog that it just seemed like if there was a horror movie out there and they had to review it, you they were basically it, it, they went to see a horror movie for free, and they would be pissed off they did, mm-hmm. and it was just it always drove me nuts that they would just shit all over a horror movie.
3: I would watch that I would watch that show just to see what was coming out. It was a hell of a lot easier to watch that show and see what was coming out than to because we didn't have the internet. I
4: was a big fan of, I think it was Kevin Connolly, I'm not sure if that's his name or not, but uh the MTV movie show.
3: I remember that, dude.
4: Yeah, they, that used to be on like 87, 88, 89, mm-hmm. 90. Yeah. He, they did that MTV movie show, it was like coming attractions every week. Yep. I, I watched that, I enjoyed that.
3: I watched that, yeah, I do remember that. I watched the videos that they would play in the video store. That's <laughs> coming attractions. That's where I found out about popcorn.
4: <laughs> okay, what, what, what else okay, have we got? Uh, we'll, moving on. Uh, besides Philippe O'Neill telling us he got rituals on his watch list, we have Tristan Gnarly Well, Martin. wait a
3: minute, sir. If you have rituals yep. on your watch list, uh, uh, you want to, re- like, the the best copy you're going to find is on YouTube.
4: Yeah. I have it,
3: a- bootleg copy, and it was crap. It was better quality on YouTube.
4: I was going to say, just seeing that movie on YouTube, I was like, and I was just reading a little bit of that movie. I was like, this is one of those movies, there's never going to be a clean no, huh? clean one of that. But uh, Tristan Arley Martin wants to know, you are contacted to star in upcoming Spooky's remake as an extra. You arrive late to the set, and there are only three crazy costumes left. Which do you pick? A. Prince's Purple Rain outfit B. WWF's Max Moon outfit <laughs> or C. Grace Jones from Vamp Metal Brawl and Panties Bright Red Wig
3: Well, okay. A. I'm not an extra in Spookies. I'm directing that shit. Spookies 2 is directed by me. It's a Blood Bass and Boomsticks production. I've already scouted the fucking place that we're going to do it in. So, <laughs> I'm not no extra. I'm running that show. Uh, I will have to automatically throw out Grace Jones's metal bra because I'll never be able to see that movie.
4: I was going to say, honestly, I've kind of already done the Grace Jones outfit. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Jagoff Massacre?
3: <laughs> yeah, you're either the Grace Jones or you found, like, Wendy from Wendy's restaurants.
4: Yeah, you know? it's, it's like I've already done the Grace Jones thing, so maybe I should. It should be either Max Moon or the other one.
3: And see, I didn't know who Max Moon was. I had to look him up earlier. I, I'm sporting that. That's a sweet getup. <laughs> it gets you fucking fireballs out of my goddamn wrists. That's sweet.
4: I, that's sweet. I, I might. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So, uh, you want to move on? Yeah. And okay. Prince, this,
3: Prince's wardrobe wouldn't fit me because he's like a midget, so that's to you. <laughs>
4: Okay, uh, T-shirt joke, and Kyle, would you rather buy a used car from Bernie Kozar or Vinny Test Bernie?
3: I'm buying my car from Bernie Kozar. <laughs> Golden, <laughs> fucking curly-haired god that that guy is. Plus, <sighs> uh, like, let's see. I-, I would totally trust a dude named Bernie. I would not trust a dude named Vinny. <laughs> so, <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean,
3: Bernie Kozar, all the way. Uh, uh,
4: actually... Richard, ri-
3: Take that back. I'm buying a used car from Kurt Russell.
4: Hey, there you go. Yes, that's a great movie. Uh, Richie Seck Jr., he says, What the fuck are the Penn's doing? No defense. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. was
3: watching hockey today.
4: Oh, yeah, that and Friday night's third period. Yeah, I I answered this in a very, very long f bomb laced I take it they were
3: sucking it up.
4: Oh, it, it, it wasn't... Okay. It, it, bottom line is I don't know. I said it to him. The, the whole bottom line to the rant was, and I did this with the Steelers a couple years ago. I could deal with winning. I could deal with losing. I cannot deal with athletes who claim they play a game they love and get paid way too much money and look like they are not trying.
3: I can. Yeah. That you've you've just described the last. Seven or eight Cleveland Brown seasons, so.
4: It, 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 that type of stuff, I will literally turn off the TV. I will not. They were, I'm um, trying to think, few years back when, uh, Roethlisberger had his concussion motorcycle accident.
3: AKA rape.
4: Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it, during that, that year, there was literally a point in time I think, like, the fifth game in or whatever, it literally looked like the players were not doing what they should be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they literally looked like they were half-assing it just to get off the field. And there was guys being replaced because it wasn't so much they were getting beat. They were just looking like they weren't playing. Like, they didn't give a fuck. I shut off the TV and... For different reasons than this year, I shut off the TV and literally did not watch the Steeler game. But not only that, I didn't even listen to sports radio the rest of this that year during Steeler season. Yeah, because I cannot stand watching a team that does not try. I you could be, talking Steelers, you could be two and fourteen. I'll watch you if you're trying. Mm-hmm. You might suck, but I'll watch you. But if you're not trying and you're getting paid $10 million a year and you look like you're playing like hot garbage because you don't feel like being out there, fuck you. Don't care about you. I will turn you off and go watch some movies. Yeah. I I just, I, and it doesn't matter if it's Pittsburgh Penguins, the Steelers, like you said, the Cleveland Browns, just sports in general. If I'm watching like college football, like the championship game, great game, but. The week before that, Florida State was playing in the playoff game to get into the championship, right?
3: Uh, yeah, that, I, I dude, there's nothing more that I love in this world than NFL. There's yeah. nothing I care less about than college football.
4: Well, the second half of that Florida State game, Florida State quit. They literally quit on that game. I'm telling you right now, everybody's talking about James Winston should be number one in the draft. Fuck him. I would not draft him. I don't give a fuck what team is in NFL. Anybody coming out of Florida State, I'd be like, fuck all Yins. Yins, quit. Dude, back in the day, I'm if you were in Florida you
3: State, you were coming to Cleveland because Butch Davis was there.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, Miami of Florida, too, because he yeah. was coach with That's Miami what I meant. I
3: always get those two but guys up.
4: It just, that, to see college players even quit. Because you're like, hey, I don't want to get hurt. I'm going to go to NFL and make a ton of money. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you. You should remember why you do this. Because you love the sport. Not because you're looking at that money. Fuck all of Yins. I Anybody that's on that Florida State team, I would not draft this year. I'd tell them i go fuck themselves. You cannot convince me anybody on that team is worthy of being in the NFL. And another reason why the NFL is fixed. But anyhow.
3: Yeah, true. <laughs>
4: Uh, let's I move re- on. Well,
3: dude, you're you, you're absolutely right. I remember I was I I was a baseball player like in school and stuff, and all through you know double A and shit like that. Like I, I can still hit the fuck out of a ball.
1: Mm. And
3: I remember every team I ever played for. If you were getting beat twenty to nothing, you still were expected to go out there and play. Yes. And man, if you didn't, you were you were getting benched and that was all there was to it i don't know why that doesn't work anymore
4: i dude i played hockey for many years of my life and i didn't care if you're we up 20 nothing or getting beaten 20 nothing i had fun playing hockey i mm-hmm. loved it
3: i had fun playing baseball it was great
4: i, I loved it and hey, softball i know nobody cares about no, softball softball's
3: not a sport
4: softball i a sport. was in a beer not, softball not league a drinking activity come on now. yes I was, and we did it was funny though cuz I'd be the able get to first place you chug a beer. You get to second place you chug a beer. Hey, we so... know how to play softball. Kyle, honest to god, I had it down. I could t- I would sit I would get out, go up to the plate and the umpire would be like, "So, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to hit it over to shortstop's head." He's like, "Don't you do that every time?" Yep. <laughs> <laughs> every every single bat get a single. <laughs> I, if if there was one thing I knew how to do, and it didn't matter if that dude would throw a you know mess with the softball or whatever, I would be able to just hit one of those bloop singles over the shortstop every time. You fucking I, I just knew I just knew how to hit the softball just right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's one of those weird, like useless talents. I had that useless talent. I'll tell
3: you, being around, around here, uh, softball leagues are 10 times more attended than church.
4: Oh, I believe it. But I, but going back to this, when the, uh, for a couple of years, we were playing softball and like the last time I played it, we're in like, it was a beer league. We're in this playoff game. And a bunch of dudes on the team, they just got downright serious about play, you know, how they should do in the game and everything like that. And I was just like, they said, are you going to play next year? It's like, nope. (laughs) It's like, fuck that shit. It's like, like you said, it's a beer league softball game. If you're this serious about this, I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm, there's a reason it has beer in the title. (laughs) It's like, it just, ah, I'm out. You know? It just, I play it for fun. Yeah. Which goes back to my point. If you're playing that sport for fun and you're getting paid millions of dollars, your ass better be given 110%. Cause
3: there's, so, there's somebody right behind you. That yeah. Fucking do your job with less money.
4: Yeah, and it was just, that's, the, yeah, that's basically depends. We're playing like hot garbage today. Yeah. And it was pissing me off.
3: <laughs> there was a 20 minute rant.
4: <laughs> but anyhow, uh, Don't apparently there's more, a, I guess. Uh Richie Seck Jr., also, he took a picture of a uh, Flash Gordon character.
3: Yes, I want Clytus' action figure. I want the Clytus. I don't know who did that.
4: Uh, well, it, in the picture, it's sitting next to one of those uh, reflection or reaction yes, aliens. Yes, the
3: Snake Plissken one, isn't it?
4: So, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's a Tom Skerritt from Aliens.
3: I'm going to have to look this up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out.
4: Well, I'm guessing this guy exists, so I'm I'm disappointed you don't own this.
3: He would look pretty sweet by my uh, Aquaming, hanging out. (laughs) I I have, dude, I've told you before, me and Brian went down the the fucking black hole of fucking buying wrestling action figures, and we all had the apartment and shit, and and that's just a money vacuum. (laughs) Now, like, I have, like, a couple, I have my dual Chewbacca's, I have Aquaming, I have two Aquaman. green goblins, I got my bobblehead Ash figure, and I got a pretty kick-ass Iggy Pop figure on the top of my computer. Oh, oh I found him.
4: So it exists.
3: It, it exists. They have a Clitus Ooh, they have everybody, dude. Flash is,
4: is this the same company that's been making, like, the Escape from New York figures and Alien figures?
3: I'm looking at It's. I'm pulling it up right now. Looks like they got uh, Axel, it's called Axel Ross. Never heard of them. They've got, let's see here, they've got uh, Ming in his black gear, Ming in his red gear, Dale, Clytus, Flash Gordon, Flash Gordon with football. And uh
4: I kind of want a flash Gordon with football. Well, it's
3: not the football; it's that watermelon-looking thing. Yeah, and, I kind of want
4: a, that. They got a Prince for Baron. No, for no apparent reason, I just want that. <laughs> just because it exists. Yeah.
3: They got one with Prince Baron. Looks pretty. They they don't look like those old school, you know, like the flashback ones. Yeah. They look like 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 a McFarland type deal.
4: Well, I was going to say, I don't believe Flash Gordon really oh, here for we that go. movie. They were,
3: they were Comic-Con exclusives.
4: Okay, like, that your, makes sense.
3: Get your wallet out, people. And Clytus comes with bug-out eye action.
4: That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. I was going to say, but they never uh, they never <laughs> had action figures from back in the day, though, for the movie, did they? Not for the
3: movie, for that cartoon.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's how you got Aquaman. Yeah.
3: I got. They had... Evidently, they had Aquaming, Flash Gordon, uh, a lion dude, and lizard man, and that was it.
4: Are you talking about bootleg Lino from King? There
3: you go. Yeah, bootleg Lino. <laughs> <laughs> Barons looks pretty sweet, but fucking. Oh, they got new Flash Gordon figures. Who wants those? Fucking give me Sam Jones, goddamn it! <laughs> oh. Oh, I found it. We found the greatest thing in the whole wide world. Okay. Coming to your Facebook immediately. What's the next question?
4: <laughs> it's coming to your Facebook immediately. Yeah, what's, what's your next question, sir? What, what, uh, yeah. This is the last question. Um, if you had to live in the Trailer Park Boys universe, who would you want to live with? This is from Joe Paxson.
3: Oh, I'm straight up living with J-Rock. J to the R-O-C. He's got all the bitches. He, he films bootleg greasy porn. I'm living with J-Rock.
4: Damn. That's it on the question, sir.
3: Uh, I can't find that picture now, god damn it. <laughs> Fuck a duck. I saved it. I don't understand computers. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break and we'll, we'll be right back and, and Tim's gonna talk about, what, 1977?
4: 1970, 1977 is yours. Mine is 1970's I Drink Your Blood.
3: I Drink Your Blood. Right after the break. The biggest,
2: bloodiest, double horror show in history. I drink your blood, and I eat your skin. your blood and i eat your skin a young boy infects an entire town with rabies and turns a group of men into a band of bloodthirsty zombies ravaging a peaceful countryside <coughs> I drink your blood and I eat your skin will make your blood curdle and your skin grow. <laughs> but you will sit there and suffer through the tortures of the damned. the screen, you will ask yourself, what acts of sadism will this electric knife be used for? What horrors will be performed with this oh. axe, this hose, this dagger, this gun, this sword? All of the implements necessary to make this the ultimate in adult horror films. painted a bloody picture but it is only a small part of what actually takes place in I drink your blood and I eat your skin. Can you take it? If you have a strong constitution we challenge you to test it and sit through. I drink
3: your blood and I eat your skin. Hey everybody, we're back, and uh, Tim's pick this week is 1970s. I drink your blood.
4: Yes, which it, uh, which a lot of people know just for the mere reason that it was uh, paired up with I eat your skin for many many years. Whether it was uh, something weird video or if you went to the drive-in and seen this, it just it really really it just it's always been paired up with it. But I drink your blood is just one of those weirdo and it was public domain for a while titles but just a really weirdo just crazy off the reservation kind of movie you shouldn't uh, we're talking satanic rituals hippies crazy naked people animal sacrifices which again everybody bitches about cannibal holocaust but doesn't bitch but i drink your blood which i don't understand mm. Because they do kill a chicken in, in, in real time on the movie. Uh, for t- uh, also Vengeful Kid. We got rabies going on. Lynn Lowry running around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that her? That was her. Yeah. Okay. Because I was wondering. I'm like man. That really looks like you know. Uh, it, it looks like so- the one chick from you know whatchamacallit. I'm sitting there and I keep saying it to myself but I'm like oh no that can't be her but if you're saying that's her, I'll go with it, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
4: But anyhow, basically, a uh, movie starts out a bunch of hippies doing a satanic ritual in the backwoods of God only knows where.
3: Because when I think hippies, I think Satan.
4: <laughs> yeah, they, they're all in it, you know. Praise Satan! They're putting up the devil horns like they're Ronnie James Dio and basically saying, I will kill for Satan. I will love for Satan. They're going through the whole thing. And there's a little local girl in the background hiding behind a tree that's sitting there uh watching everything that's being done. And basically the reason why she's there is because this boy she has met is part of this little – I wouldn't say hippie commune. I would say like a hippie group that basically is traveling. And all they're doing is getting high – doing her Satanic rituals and stealing whatever they can to keep them surviving on the road. Well, when they do notice his local girlfriend, they go and they grab her and basically jack her up on LSD or God only knows what and rape her. And she's found the next morning by a couple of people in the small town she lives in. And apparently this town, everybody's moving out because they're damming up, I, yeah. They're building a dam or something, and b- a bridge, and basically it's a ghost town. It went from four thousand to forty people until no one,
3: you know, Burt Reynolds shows up and wants, yeah, and, wants and them, it,
4: conquer that river. Yeah, basically this is the this is the prequel of Deliverance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, basically, it's the only reason this girl and uh, this girl, her father, this uh, small is ki- small boy. And apparently the local girl that got raped and drugged, the only reason they're living there is because, I guess, this uh, chick's husband died on the job. And now this, the dude that died, his buddy, is basically moving in on the action on this woman and taking care of the family. So anyhow, now that they've raped and drugged the girl, it's the next day, the hippies, their van has busted. they broke down can't go anywhere, so they see this very small town that basically has 40 people in it. They roll into town, and they go into the bakery, and they get meat pies, and basically are told all the houses are going to be torn down in a couple weeks. They go and
3: What the fuck is a meat pie?
4: I am not totally sure because I've heard several definitions of it, and I'm not totally sure of what. I think it depends what part of the country you live in.
3: Meat More pie, than. okay, let's see, Wikipedia, uh, I don't need that much information about meat pies, holy cow, <laughs> I Ooh,
1: hate the information, lord,
3: meat pie overload, yeah, it's pretty much what it is, meat and pie, That's. So, I like pie and I like meat, but nah man, meat pies, No nah, thanks, <laughs> that just sounds gross together.
4: Okay, but you done looking at a few yeah, to fight? Figure out what the fuck. <laughs> okay, well anyhow, uh the hippies go and they basically go to one of the rundown houses that's gonna be torn down and just go completely nuts on it, destroy it, of course, and just bashing the crap out of it, and basically say, "Hey, we're gonna hang out here for a while, you know, a few days, maybe a couple of weeks, because we're, you know, our van's busted down. We'll be able to steal stuff." And there's like not, a I think the one uh person said there's not a town for another 20 miles or 30 miles or something. So they're just going to hang out there. Well, the little kid, of course, is warning them. Hey, you could get hurt in there. What the heck's going on? He gets scared. He runs back. Well, somehow, uh Grandpa of gets course. it out of the girl. It's Dad. always the
3: goddamn Grandpa.
4: Yeah, Grandpa gets out of the girl who raped her. It's the hippies. So Grandpa grabs his old double barrel, goes on over there, and basically stumbles upon they're doing a ritual with one of their group because they want to, they all like, they're of course taking more LSD, and they want this dude to basically scare the fear out of them the best way to explain it, I guess. And when Grandpa finally arrives, he's bleeding from his feet and hanging from the rafters in the attic. Still alive, Like, Well, they notice Grandpa's there. They beat the shit out of Grandpa. Grandpa stumbles home. And for the most part, the next day, the kid takes it upon himself. He overhears the conversation. He realizes, I'm guessing this is the kid's sister, but they make it like it's not his sister. I don't know. It's weird. He takes it upon himself. He goes... And apparently, there is rabid hyenas, or rabid something, out in the woods nearby. Makes it's, sense, sure. Yeah. The kid just goes out in the woods with Grandpa's gun, shoots a rabbit dog. It happens just to be a German shepherd that looks like somebody put bacon soda on his mouth. <laughs> and he, And this is where it just gets downright fucked up kid puts a needle in the dog, takes the blood out, and the next day he starts putting it in the meat pies in his mom's bakery. (laughs) And he sells the meat pies for a quarter apiece to all the hippies. And the hippies, all of them, well, except the one, eat the meat pies. And it's the dude that was hanging out with the girl, which she just fully, like, has forgiven him. Mind you, let's not forget His gang drugged her and raped her and she fully forgives him for not stopping him or anything. Sounds legit to me. (laughs) She's all about, she just wants to bang him and that's it. She, you know, he's the one. But, they all eat the meat pies and they start experience, uh, side effects of having rabies basically. (laughs) They're going crazy and, the dude that they tied up and fucked with the night before, the black dude just stabs the living bejesus on the motherfucker mm. and cuts his arm and leg off. He goes nutzoid. And this is where the movie just goes from, okay, kind of weird, kind of odd 70s, this is where it goes completely off the reservation because the movie goes in four different directions. you got crazy hippies. Then the hippies separate, and that's where the movie gets really interesting because the one girl gets picked up by all the construction workers. They're building the dam, and basically they rape her. She's biting them. Uh... There's all kinds of exchange of fluids, I guess, and crazy shit going on. Next thing you know, you have a town full of rabbit construction workers. <laughs> <laughs> and the other hippies are spread out, trying to freak with the little kid's family and grandpa, and they're trying to escape because dude's foaming at the mouth, too. And then you got Asian woman just setting herself on flames and <laughs> just... Next thing you know, the dude that was taking care of the family, he's gone. He went to go get the authorities. The authorities come, you hear a bunch of gunfire and basically they killed everybody in the town except for the little kid and his sister. And that is I drink your blood. There's some crazy ass shit. There's even a beheading in there. There's arms being whacked off. There's blood going everywhere. This is 70s glory right here. This is. Sure is. <laughs> it is literally just a fun, off the reservation. This is literally a movie I would have loved to see at midnight when I was a kid. You know what this is? This is like
3: the ultimate drive in movie.
4: Yeah, it really is. I understand now why everyone really enjoyed this movie back in the day when it did. Mm hmm. It just, it makes so, it just makes, it, it just, I understand it. It's great. I, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. Four stars all the way. <laughs> just, Four stars? Was, For real? Oh, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's goofy as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. It's just, that's what I said. It is so off the reservation. It's just a crazy... Let's put it this way. Is it a perfect movie? No. 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 But I give it four stars just for the mere reason. It's just – it just goes it, – it, it literally – it just said, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, they We're just going balls out, making an off-the-wall, crazy-ass film that no one's ever seen in 1970. Hippies go nuts. And that is the movie. Literally, hippies go nuts, and I'm all for it. I loved it.
3: I loved it too. And it's one of those movies like uh, it looks shitty, and it, and it makes it better. Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of like, like how I want to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre all gross. Yeah. It works for this movie, and I love fucking. <laughs> I loved it. It's so stupid and goofy. I hate hippies, and I love watching them fucking die and trip out. Uh, it, it, it's almost got that spookies kind of thing where they're just going to jam everything into one movie. Yeah. That oh, makes yeah. Any sense. It's like, what do we need? Satan, death, hippies, uh, rabies, meat pies, rape. And, and it's all, it's like, it's like a fucking potluck of a movie. And I love those. This is like my new, one of my new favorites. I might have to get, have you ever seen I, I Eat Your Skin?
4: Yes, I did a long time ago. Is it's, it worthy of this or it, just? It, it's it's worthy, but I just, I Drink Your Blood is the better film. It just went it together
3: because it made a great title.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Man, it just, I Drink Your Blood is just, it is the much better film.
3: Yeah, I loved it. I'm going to have to give it uh I'm gonna give it just
4: 100 meat pies,
3: <laughs> 100 fucking rabbit hyenas, because it's great. And
4: I, hey, I, not to interrupt the great talk about I drink your blood, but I, we have no, breaking I news, got, what's going on? I got, I got breaking news, and I'm gonna be missing it. Saturday, January 31st at 7 p.m. There's an event uh, at Most Wanted Fine Art. It's like about 20 minutes from my house. Art Edinger is promoting its uh, free monster poems. People are going to be doing uh, poems about monsters there. But Art Edinger of Ultraviolet Magazine, which you know who he is, mm-hmm. he's going to be reciting publicly his Goalies Go to College poem. Nice! <laughs> I'm so pissed I'm going to miss that.
1: That's
3: fucking great!
4: Because <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay,
3: tune back but next week. I will present you with... A sp- hmm. I will. I, I'll write a poem for next week. What should, should I do? A spooky's poem, or should I do a Treasure of the Four Crowns poem?
4: Both. <laughs> no, oh, it's... dude,
3: that's too much work.
4: I huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, do Treasures of the Four Crowns poem because I'm curious.
3: Okay, I will do a Treasure of the Four Crowns poem. But uh, my pick this week was a movie. I got off a Forty Second Street, Pete at Wasteland, and that movie is Rituals, a.k.a. The Creeper, depending on where you watch this movie at. Like I said before, if you want to watch this movie, I recommend you do it on YouTube because uh, it, it's got the best quality. I'm actually going to look on Amazon now. I'm not sure this is released.
4: I thought there was some kind of release, but it's been years for it. Like, uh, this just... this seems like it's one of those movies that gets shipped around on a 20-pack on a regular basis. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know what, what the deal with this movie is, but it looks like garbage.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
3: I've, I've, I told you earlier, i I put Pete's bootleg, uh, DVD in and it looked just terrible. And then I, I, I was like, man, the, I don't know if I could watch this. this. is so bad. Like, you know, quality value. And I turned it, I turned YouTube on on the PlayStation 3 and it looked a lot better. Still not great. I mean, I don't know. It's probably one of those cases where like, hey, uh, you know, does the fucking source material exist? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows?
4: But, yeah, which, before if you get into that, I got to read this because we're talking football earlier. Okay. Just for you, you know who Corey J. Udler is, the Wisconsin guys. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, the guys that give us beer at Wasteland every time.
4: Go yes, ahead. and we, the incest death squad. Okay. Uh, apparently this happens after the Seattle Green Bay, because he's a big Green Bay Packer fan, of course, Wisconsin, oh, right? Oh,
3: fuck those guys.
4: Uh, his post just wrote, fuck you, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, go fuck yourself, fuck you again, hate your fucking guts, die, fuck you, fuck you, and fucking dying. Uh, but later on, he's commenting on people's stuff. And he just, you'll love this one. I hope Russell Wilson gets decades and dies. Dick Aids? <laughs> <laughs> and and he, then the next post is, I hope Pete Carroll's family is anally raped by heroin fueled Samoans. That's
3: some vicious butt rape. Damn. <laughs> I think you fucking just don't headbutt those guys,
4: man.
1: <laughs> that is
3: some fucking anger. Sounds like my dad. <laughs> this is my dad fucking freaking out.
4: Oh man. I love that.
3: Okay, I looked it up. It turns out Rituals is on DVD.
4: I was gonna say.
3: Uh, I don't know the quality of it. Yeah. But no Blu-ray or anything. Uh, don't even know who put it out, actually. Uh, so, a couple, <laughs> a couple people have put it out, I guess. It doesn't really say, but.
4: What's up? Uh, thank you for Tony Danza. Um, Danza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing after reading Corey J's post. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it looks like one of those things that gets shipped around. Yeah, you probably. Playpack.
3: Yeah, it's on. Oh, it's it's on the hundred movie pack horror classics.
4: Mm, okay.
3: So, yeah, you're right. It's probably on that, and it's probably been put out in, like, you know, a million different other ones, because that's fucking Mm -hmm. Echo Bridge that does that shit.
4: Yeah, Echo Bridge, I think, who are now done, did that on a a regular basis. I was
3: going to say, because they... Yeah.
4: Yeah, because I don't even think they have a website any longer. I could be wrong on that, but I don't even think they have a website, because they used to have one... That yeah, they used to even be able to tell you other movies that were coming out anymore, and I don't think it exists.
3: Are there any them. one of the, Are there any of those big
4: movie? Oh, what's that? Hold on, maybe they do, and uh, it's there. Yes, they are still alive.
3: Still making these big Walmart yeah. deals.
4: Yeah, that's basically what it is. They are the bundle packs because they have big advertisement says "bundle and save."
3: Yeah, I don't know. I've got a couple of these that they all have Night of the Living Dead on them, but.
4: Well, that's because of the public domain. I yeah, There's several.
3: I'm talking out my ass here, but I want to say Rituals was public domain for a while. It seems like it. Or I remember that, or I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
4: Yeah, put it this way. They have. I'm sitting here right now, and I went under horror, and they literally have 15 pages of. Oh, yeah. Like, five packs, one packs. They even have, like, Skeleton Man for a dollar. It just... I mean, they got... You name it. They even sell Puppet Master 3, 4, and 5 by itself with different covers.
3: There you go. But rituals.
2: If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise.
3: If you
1: go down in the woods today-
2: This animal has only been dead for a couple of hours. Look, Harry, somebody's playing a very sick game with us, and I want to know who, and I want to know why. If you go down in the woods today, you
0: better go in People's ah! ah! dead, Harry.
2: Was it a man? What? We're in the middle of nowhere, Mitzi. No one's gonna help us.
1: Hey!
0: Why What is it happening to us? Somebody has
2: stolen that boots! Why would anyone steal five pairs of boots? Get off it, DJ. Look! Two months ago, I sent everyone Xerox sheets of what I would supply and what you were to bring. You were to bring extra shoes and your toothbrushes. I supplied everything else. Five doctors on their annual ritual, just trying to have a good time. But this is the year they should have stayed at home.
1: That thing's never going to lose out of here.
3: Isn't
2: a picnic. You're in for a big surprise.
3: I want to say it's Canadian. I'm not sure. Oh shit! I just clicked off of it. Hold on, just a
4: second. Yeah, it is Canadian. I is believe. it Canadian?
3: Who? I was gonna look up the director here, but I fucking was stupid and clicked off of the fucking link. Directed by Peter Carter. Who? Hmm. Highballing. I know what highballing is. He did highball. What's the intruder within? That's a TV movie. Swiss Family Robinson. There you go. TV series, but doesn't look like he's done a whole hell of a lot. Highballing is that? Uh, oh, what's his fuck? Yeah, Jerry Reed. I knew that was him. Anyway, back to rituals. Fuck, fuck highballing. That's balling. Cannonball Run. Now Jerry Reed's in highballing too, though. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I bought this for Pete. I always wanted to see it, and just yeah. got around to watching it today because uh, this is one that a lot of people have talked about. I've never, I'd never seen it until today. And everybody was like, "Yeah, this is kind of pretty good and and decent," and it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, a hard, a more hardcore version of Deliverance. Mm-hmm. But you got five, four. Yeah, four doctors, I think. Yeah, four or five. I can't remember.
4: Yeah, five. I believe. Well, it was. there's
3: so many like people die. <laughs> I was like, was that that dude? Because the quality was kind of shitty. Yeah, there are four doctors going off a trip, going on a trip to uh, does uh, this place called the Cauldron. It doesn't say where it's at, but it's just basically they explain to it. It's like a, a big valley, and there's a lake in it, and there's like the Indians said that's where the moon accidentally bumped into the earth and they made the cauldron and it's real remote. And the guy they pay to fly in there says, yeah, we, we just can't land anywhere except for these two piss ponds that you have to walk from to the, the cauldron. And they're just, yeah, I, I don't know if I like this movie or not because, and I'll tell you this, it's a more hardcore version of deliverance. Um, I liked how Holbrook in this, but everybody, there was no one to root for in this movie. They were all kind of fucking... All four of these guys are assholes. You know what I mean? There was nobody to latch onto in here. Like, I didn't give a fuck after a while. I mean, Holbrook is awesome, but that's just because he's a kick-ass actor. His mm-hmm. character was kind of a piece of shit.
4: I don't know if he was such a piece of shit as just the character. He was the, the one that could,
3: could maintain and not freak out. But still, he was... I wasn't digging on, I like, I like him, but just wasn't digging on him that much. But, yeah, what you got, they go up, uh, the first scene is, is pretty funny, actually. It's, they're all waiting for the, the plane driver to land, and they're, they're doctors, and it seems like three of them were gonna go in and form this, uh, this clinic, and they wanted Hal Holbrook to come in with them, but he wasn't about it, and,
4: yeah, 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 cause he, he was...
3: They kinda hit that he's like maybe shitty at his job and has, has like done a lot of bad surgeries and shit. Did you get that?
4: I was, see, I was getting like a different feel like he... Or was that just
3: something they were needling him with?
4: Yeah, I think he, he was something more like above him. He wasn't, like, he thought they were basically trying to do to McDonald's drive-thru of Surgery, surgeries joints and basically he's just like he basically questions it, is it ethical and they get all bent out of shape and are like how can you even say that you know
3: well no he wasn't talking about that they were talking about well, are you talking about the little bar scene at the where, where they're waiting on the guy to land the plane cuz they were passing around photos while they were eating breakfast they were talking about dick transplants and that, yeah that's yeah you get yeah. like you know, Holbrook's like, is it ethical? And they're like, ah, yeah. who doesn't want a bigger dick? But that happens. They go up there and uh, immediately, like, okay, I got to ask. Uh, cameo from the blow-up woman in City of the Living Dead?
4: <laughs> yeah. She like, it doesn't even get a full cameo, but she's there. Yeah,
3: she shows up. The, the blow-up doll from City of the Living Dead shows up. And what the fuck did they bring? <laughs> what? is <laughs> <What? laughs> so out of place. <laughs> But they, they set up camp at the base of this river, and it's pretty fun. Like immediately, they're they're trodden to get to the place where they want to go to. Go to. They're trodden through like waist deep water. Yeah, it does not look like these folks are having a good time making this movie. But they're all giving it all, given their they're all. There's there's a fat dude, and two there's a fat one of them's a fat, like typical fat guy. Uh, there's a set of brothers and Hal Holbrook. So they, they set up town, camp, start to drinking, fucking around with the blow up doll for some, for no reason. They keep trying to get Holbrook to go in this, this fucking, you know, clinic with him and he's not, he's thinking about it, but.
4: Yeah, it um, seems like the whole point of the trip is trying to
3: convince him. But they, uh, the fat guy wakes up in the middle of the night, has to piss and finds like a, a skinned deer carcass. Uh, in the middle of their camp, uh, like stuck up on a, like a, a fucking stake in the ground with yeah. snakes all over it. And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And they freak out a little bit and cause, cause Jesus Christ, that'd be some fucking crazy shit to happen. So morning comes and they found out that, you know, they're, what, what would they say? It's like 26 miles to the dam. Well, first, they're all fucking around. They found out somebody stole all their boots. So they're fucked. I mean, the kind of country that they're in, it really reminded me of that first scene in Cannibal Holocaust where they just fly over the jungle, and you realize, wow, these people are not getting out of here easy. These people are pretty much fucked, and they do the same thing here, but it's pre-Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. they, They show a big scene, and these people are just like, you're in the shit, and you ain't getting out of there. But, but somebody's stolen their boots. They kind of freak out a little bit. One of the brothers decides he's going to go to the dam like 26 miles away and get help. So that happens, you know, they, what, uh, what's the next thing that happens? I just watched this movie and I can't remember. That's why kind <laughs> of fr- it's kind of forgettable. I'm trying to have, kind of have a problem. They, they, he's gone for a while. They decide to, to light out a camp. They go up river and, they find, what's the next big crazy thing that happens to them?
4: Well, after their boots are stolen, the guy... They
3: find the rope, right?
4: Yeah, but it's the dude's rope that took off to go, to get back to where the helicopter was supposed to meet them at.
3: Yeah, they find the rope stretched across the, uh, the a little rapid part, and they, they're like, okay, that's my brother's rope. We have to find him. Something's going on. Somebody stole their boots. They're... They they get the feeling that they're being hunted. They're trying yeah. to get out of there. They go across the rope, and one of the the other brother steps on a bear trap underwater and fucks his leg all up. It, it, Linda Blair was out there earlier in the day. Dropped her bear trap. He, he got fucked all up, and they have to like they have to set his leg, and it's pretty gruesome. Like I was, ugh. you know how it is with me and snap fucking limbs. Yeah, fuck all that nonsense. The next thing that happens is he's all fucked up. They have to sh- float him on a stretcher upriver against the rapids. So the only two mobile guys you got are Hal Holbrook and this guy he calls Fritzy or Mitzi.
4: Mitzi, Fritzy. yes.
3: And they have a long history together. And Mitzi's kind of freaking out. Holbrook's, you know, maintaining his shit. And you know, whole 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 Holbrook. <laughs> God damn it. Hal Holbrook is, is kind of man, like, he, he's kind of taking on the Charlton Heston man of action Rambo role here. He's, he's leading the shit. They get up to a part where, uh, there are, is a waterfall. They can't float the guy upstream, so they gotta drag his ass all through the fucking bush. And you have to explain to me what happens here, because they go to sleep, uh, the guy kind of, the, the guy with the fucked up leg Goes into like this fucking weirdo coma, and then they find in the morning they find a medal of honor star pinned on him. What was that about? I didn't even get that.
4: Yeah, it basically, um, whoever was tracking them knew that they were part of the war, but also I believe they were trying to say that like they've been in the war also. Yeah, because they even because it's the whole point to the X-ray that's found later also.
3: Okay, to yeah, and I, and they head on the
4: uh, head on the stick.
3: Yeah, they find fat dude's head on a stick later. Yeah. And okay, you gotta explain, uh, maybe I need to watch this again, cause I just didn't get it. A st- okay, they're, uh, well I'm not even gonna say they're getting stalked, cause who knows. It's, well, but what was up with the fucking medical records pinned to the body? I don't understand what was going on. Did I uh, they
4: were trying. I guess they were trying to say something that basically the guy was fucked up by some doctors and.
3: And they were trying to get different. revenge, and they followed him all the way out into the middle of nowhere to stalk these
4: dudes. Does yeah, matter? I, I I'm not sure they totally explain why, but I think that's what's going on.
3: And that's what I was getting out of it, but it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I was, you know, this is about halfway through, and I was like, okay, they're gonna explain something. So they find fat dude's head on a stick, which is a pretty good goddamn effect. Yeah. And how Holbrook goes all flashback Vietnam and wings it, <laughs> wings it down the fucking ravine. And the next, they're, they're, that guy and Mitzi and Hal Holbrook are just back and forth. They try to cram so much back plot into Hal Holbrook's character that I don't think it works. Like his dad was a drunk and I didn't really get it. The other guy that's with him is kind of needling him about it, and I was just like, okay, whatever. I don't get it, but... So the next thing that happens is they find the brother that took off in the first place. Okay. He was nailed to a chair?
4: What yeah, he mean? was in traction. What's that mean? I'm not totally sure, but I believe you're right you don't, that he's, like, nailed to the chair, and he was tied up there, and basically he was dying. Yeah. He, he was He was just not going to... Like, his back was broken and all that okay, shit.
3: Okay, that's what traction means. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Buck Rubanzai, the president's in traction, hanging upside down on that weird chair. Okay, I get traction now. Um, the more you know. Uh you know, he's all fucked up. Holbrook uh pulls a mercy kill and chokes his ass out. Yeah. And that's when I fell asleep, dude. You're gonna have to fill me in because I was not into this movie too much.
4: For the most part, after that, like, Hallbrook's character, the other dude that's still with him believes he's gone completely nutsoid. Yeah, but... And he takes off. Mm-hmm. So Hallbrook is on his own. I
3: got that far.
4: And Hallbrook stumbles upon some kind of weird shed underneath, like a dam or whatever it is going on.
3: Yeah, I got to where he put the hatchet in the... in The, de-
4: the bl- blind, blind dude. Blind or deaf, okay, yeah. Yeah, the blind dude uh belly and basically it's his brother that's killing everyone
3: oh so I, there was an explanation on who was stalking
4: them yeah but not like the explanation like you're looking for like more of the reason like there was this big reason why they were doing this to them specifically basically I guess they just blamed them for stuff that happened during the war and they had nothing to do with it
3: but it, but it wasn't that right.
4: I guess but it doesn't really go into that. Yeah, it's just, just these two dudes are living out in the woods by themselves. They're all fucked up and old. And one brother just kills people who decides, hey, let's go out in the Canadian woods and right. chill out for Fuck a weekend.
3: Romero yeah. fucking staple actors.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I, you know the end, how Holbrook finds a highway and just sits?
1: Yes. I in kinda, the credits
3: I, yeah, I kind of I like ambiguous endings like that. But this movie was, it could have been a really good slasher movie. They just needed a fucking bad guy. Yeah. And keep the bad guy in the shadows, fine, but at least have one. It just didn't work. Man, I didn't think it worked for me. I was just like, man, there just needed to be a bad guy. But the atmosphere in this movie is fucking thick as shit. And it's, it's really cool. It's a decent movie. I just didn't dig it. What do you think about it? I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed because I thought, you know, I've heard this. People like it. I've wanted to see it for a while. And then it, it didn't live up to what I thought it was. Yeah, gonna I was going
4: to say it's decent, but it's.
3: I'm not pissed that I wasted, like, you know.
4: Yeah, it, it's decent, but it just, it wasn't the film. Even just, like, when you brought it up and I checked it out and I watched it. It wasn't even what I was expecting it to be, and I thought there would, I thought I would have found it to be more interesting when I was, all, you know, done watching it. I thought it would have been one of those 70s films where I'm like, yeah, I gotta check this out again, you know, like, excited, but I was kinda like, yeah, that could have been better, you know, but it wasn't horrible. It but just, did it come? Did it seem like to
3: you that there's a lot of shit cut out of this, movie's,
4: this movie? It seemed to be. This could be the reason why that it's floated out there on public domain or whatnot, because this might have been a movie that had so much trouble.
1: It sure seems that way.
4: Budget problems, I'm sure, because the cast was very small, too. Mm-hmm. And I, you got to wonder if it's just one of those films that just – it got lost in the shuffle because it might have had a lot of problems we didn't know about that happened at that time.
3: It might be one of those Canadian things too.
4: Yeah, oh yeah.
3: But it's worth a watch. I think uh, I am just going to have to give it like 25 Howl Brooks. Let me tell, I can get, I can think. I get take something better. Let me get uh, I'll give it 25 heads on a stick. What would you give it?
4: I give it like 2 out of 4 stars.
3: It's decent. It's just it needed to have a Madman Mars in it or something like that, you know? Yeah. And I did not, like, you can't, for me at least, if all your characters in your movie are fucking hate each other, that's not a good thing, I don't think. But anyway, I'm glad I saw it. I can, I can mark that off the list. So. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch it on YouTube. It's free, it's out there. So, what do you got for next week, sir?
4: Well, I have three movies to, for you to pick from. Okay. I have Spasms, Last House on Dead End Street, or Beyond the Door.
3: What's Spasms? I've heard that.
4: Or do you want me to do Cut and Run, or do you want to wait on that for a little while? Send so...
3: that out to me. We'll do that pretty soon. I, okay. I, that's not getting found.
4: Okay, I'll let you know when I rewatch Cut and Run, and I'll send it out to you. Okay. Um, This is a Canadian horror film from 1982. This is Spasms, right? Yes, Uh basically something about a, telema- a telepathic link to a mysterious snake god called Nagena Sunbu. Uh, <laughs> a cult sets the snake free after it grows to monstrous size, whereupon it terrorizes a college town. And it has Peter Fonda as a parapsychologist in it.
3: Oh, this! I thought Klaus Kinski was in this for some reason. Oh, no,
4: I, I would have done this a while, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Klaus Kinski. Uh, hmm. What was the? What were the other two?
4: Uh, last House on Dead End Street, which was the one we were talking about last week, and David Beyond. Hess the, one. Uh, yeah, I no. looked it up
3: earlier. David Hess was in that. One. That's
4: okay. I'm well, I'll sure. take your I'll take your word on it because I've never seen it.
3: All right, let me look real quick.
4: And Beyond the Door.
3: Beyond the Door is the Exorcist cheese ripoff, right? I believe so. Or it's maybe not ripoff, but inspired. Bye. Let, let's do Beyond the Door, because I've never seen that. And I'm pretty okay, sure I can I've never seen it out.
4: either, and that's why I was going to do it.
3: You, know, you are aware there's a sequel, right?
4: I have two and three.
3: <laughs> I did not know there was a three.
4: I have it on VHS in my basement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really?
4: Yes, I found it while I've been looking for stuff that I was going to play at Horror Realm. <laughs> and just stuff that people have dumped upon me.
3: Behind the door. Behind the door to. Oh, Beyond not, the door. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, you might have not a rarity. Behind the,
4: behind the door might be a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you might have on. a
3: rarity there because IMDb says there's no such thing as Behind the Door 3.
4: <laughs> <laughs> there is something So, so dude. be
3: ready to throw that on, on fucking eBay real quick. <laughs>
4: um, I'm going to do it. It looks Italian, so it might oh, be it one is. of those. It was just called Beyond the Door 3. Yeah,
3: it's, it's, uh, well, ooh, I'm trying to get this name out of my mouth. Uh, directed by Ovidio, fuck off ad, you just ruined it. Ovidio D. Asinitis. What? <laughs> That's the director of Beyond the Door.
4: Oh yeah, i have yeah, seen it now. <laughs>
3: G. Asinitis. It might be the greatest name ever.
4: It sounds like a Preparation H commercial. <laughs>
3: it sounds like a butt problem.
4: <laughs> yeah, you have video
3: asinitis.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, there is Behind the Door 3. There it is. It just didn't show up earlier. Um,
4: See? Told you there was.
3: It's called a, a muck train.
4: A muck train.
3: Yeah. That's Beyond the Door 3. Whatever. I don't know.
4: But so I, much, different, so much different. So much different than... Beyond the door, two.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I am doing next week at Ed Quillen's behest because last week yeah
4: Ed, oh like, yeah 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 I forgot about this
3: Ed was was freaking out because you know he's like you got to get on fucking Zombie Lake it's awesome it's there's so much nakedness and you'll love it Kyle and I'm like
4: I don't know everybody in no brother, you won't
3: everybody in no, their brother won't. says Zombie Lake is god awful
4: it is. Okay. No, you will not like Zombie like okay. It is boring as shit.
3: And so I've heard. As of now, I am going to do the Midnight Hour because Ed Quillen found out that there's a Zidget in it. A <laughs> A Zombie Midget. So we got, I've always been curious about that because that was one of them that was going for a fucking house payment on, on eBay. Yeah. On VHS. I know what you're saying. So yeah, next week the Midnight Hour and Beyond the Door. And I like it. We're getting back into this fucking, like, D-level stuff that could be good, could be bad.
4: I figured I, you know, I just, I wanted to keep the 70s stuff going mm-hmm. still. And so. I've got
3: two movies I've never seen. I wanted to keep that train going, too.
4: Yeah. So what you got to pimp, sir? Uh, of course, you can always find me here at bass and Boomsticks every Sunday. Uh, if ever interested. Or whenever new... I put it out. Yes. <laughs> uh you, uh if you're interested, I have a new book out, The Gross Movie Reviews, The Wrath of Gross, which has sold a copy in the UK. I've sold a few copies this past week, including T-Shirt Joe, who's laying claim that he bought one this week. And uh, you can pick it up. You go to lulu.com, just put in their bookstore, Gross Movie Reviews. It comes right up on the page there for you. Or you could always go to my Facebook page or whatnot, and you'll find it there. Uh, Also, too, you can always, of course, go to my website, GrossMovieReviews.com.
3: Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at JSB underscore Boomsticks. You can like the Facebook page, both of them. uh, Just Facebook, fucking Blood, Bass, and Boomsticks. Both of them come up. Like them both. Send in your questions. And I guess... I guess I could talk about this now because it, it might be out by the time this drops. Uh, me and Dano are starting a show, a, a, a commentary show, Tim. I didn't tell you about this.
4: No, you did not. This is news.
3: Yeah. We, uh, we're going to do a commentary show. I don't even know what it's called yet. We have, it's like not even, we, we don't know, but we, we know, uh, we're going to try to tie it into like new, Movies that are come out were like, you know, if they do expendables, we'll, we would do something like Commando or something. Yeah. Uh, our first one's gonna be for Matrix 3. I don't remember if that's Revolutions or... What was Matrix 3?
4: I don't know, Reloaded? Um, yeah,
3: something, like, I don't remember. Revolutions, I think, is Matrix 3.
4: Take a Poop. Take a
3: Poop, yeah. I don't know what that is called yet. <laughs> it's not even done, but we're gonna start that. Uh, have more news on that later so
4: i i do have one more thing uh just any if in case anybody's wondering uh it is pretty much a done deal doing the movie room at horror realm This yeah you like can now it just uh that was part of the emailing earlier in the show and during the show
3: should we talk, uh, should we say what you're gonna play maybe
4: i well we'll i uh, will get into that another like In another couple of weeks, we'll get into the list so it can appear, but, uh, just to let you know, spookies will be making appearance at some point. Uh, so will the quest. Um,
3: here you go, man. You need to, and and this is just a suggestion. You need, I don't know what 13 score is. What is 13? That,
4: that's, we will get into that in a couple of weeks. Let me just say that to you.
3: Um, I would switch cause you got, you got 13 score at six and spooky's mm-hmm. at four.
4: Mm-hmm. Flip
3: flop them because then you have got just like four movies that are just unbelievable because then you got starting at six, you would have spooky split second and everybody bring beer and watch curse of the blue lights. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the fucking shit right there. That movie will fucking it, curse of the blue lights is like spooky's. Uh, done even cheaper, and Muldoon Man rules so fucking hard in that movie. It's ridiculous. And at midnight, you'll be completely drunk, hopefully, and you'll watch Wild Beasts, and you can maybe eliminate the 10-year-old boobies in that movie.
4: <laughs> well, there that was the reason. I figured I'd end, end the night with Wild Beasts, but we'll talk about it, because that's like the rough schedule. And like I said, uh there's a reason... 13 score and there's another movie Red Christmas is in there and...
3: Okay oh I understand now I just looked it up these are new movies
4: Yes Okay I yes. yeah I don't yes. put
3: them then I just
4: Yeah there's a reason they're in there and I uh, I had to I had to find times and just because I wanted to make sure too that those filmmakers that had made those films since they have to play in that room Okay I didn't I want to make sure they get a good time slot. Let's say there you go. So that is. that is the reason. Okay.
3: Yeah, everybody get drunk and watch Curse of the Ed Quillen. Can you watch Curse of the Blue Lights, sir. You'll be amazed. Guaranteed. That's that's straight for me to you. And that's all we got to say. Tim, thanks oh, for being. Oh!
4: Here. oh. oh, oh whoa! 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 Holy what? crap! What happened? You freaked my dog I just, out, dude. <laughs> I, I just I was, I was checking out thirteen score real quick. Yeah, and you'd find this funny. J.B. Destiny, who's a local wrestler from back in the day, is in this movie. He used to wrestle for Pro Wrestling Express. That dude which would was in
3: Bruiser and Enter Zombie King.
4: Yes, he was a pro wrestling. Resp- oh nwa east this
3: dude this dude's royalty you know what other movie he was in
4: river of no. darkness yes yes he was <laughs> i i've had the pleasure of uh shaking hands and hanging out with this dude once awesome well, he's a very cool dude he used to hang out with another wrestler named big papa gator <laughs> <laughs> local wrestling for you there buddy
3: awesome so, so
4: there you go. High yeah. note.
3: Let's uh, let's get out of here. We'll be back next week with uh, Beyond the Door and
4: uh, Midnight, midnight hour.
3: hour. I almost forgot Believe what it's called. Perfect. Yeah, we'll see you later.
0: Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The part is over, and tomorrow starts the same old thing again. Let me tell you of the days of high adventure.
2: Is this it, priest? The Pope's new army? A few crusty bitches and a handful of ragtags? I know, Bill. I so this was a battle between warriors, not a bunch of these lances. After did you get the coconuts. We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconuts tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter, yet these are not strangers to our land. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate?
0: Having to get you,
4: Barbara. Hey, Bob, you're fired. You're fired! You're fucking fired, Bob! Clean out your locker at the club, Bob. You're fucking fired!
0: If it bleeds, we can kill it.
2: You're meek. If we hear him, we break the law. It's true. Everything's true. God's an astronaut. Ours is over the rainbow. The is where the monsters live. Pension pussy shoppers, take advantage of our penny pussy sales. If you buy one piece of pussy at the regular price, you will get another piece of pussy of equal or lesser value for only a penny. Try and be pussy for a penny. If you can find
1: cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck it. <laughs> What does it take? What does it take to change the essence of a man? I need time to change. Time. I do too. I do too. We love to give you a ride home. Thank you, my brother. We're about to go on a secret journey.